Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've got my TV static with just the vaguest hint of fruit. Mmm. <laughs> delicious screaming from another room yes someone is yelling lime from another room (laughs) and frankly i'm enjoying it i support it oh so Um, um this was a couple episodes ago but do you remember when i brought up that i was gonna go hang out like that fort in the woods that i found that i've been like hanging yeah and how i Mm -hmm. said i'm like oh i'm gonna go back tomorrow I went back yeah. the next day. The entire fucking thing was gone. Really? What? Like, someone just took it down. I feel like you discovered, like, Narnia or something. I know. Like- <laughs> I was so mad. I, like, hiked all the way out there. And I was, like, in my little overalls, which uh-huh. were becoming, like, my favorite article of clothing. But I was, like, wearing some overalls, and I had, like, I had, like, packed a little backpack to, like, literally spend the entire day out there. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Like, you found something cool, and then fate was, like, I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh-uh. Um, you want to hear about my technical difficulties? Sure, why not? I walked into my room, turned on my light, and then my light went out. I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to find a light bulb. So that was my technical difficulty, locating a light bulb in my house. I love that for you. Yeah, it's, it's an adventure here. Isn't it always... So what have you been up to this past week or so? Um, today I paid $800 to get my car inspected and they're like, oh yeah, you need two new tires. I'm like, are you sure? And I even brought my dad there. So, so they wouldn't do misogyny on me, but they still, mm -mm, (laughs) they still found a way. But my dad was nice. He split it with me. <laughs> we love to hear it. I am now fully vaccinated. Hey. As of Thursday. Which is nice. Do you feel different? Do you feel more powerful? Um, no, unfortunately. Aww. And, you know, the whatever kind of 5G microchip they've implanted in me. 
Um, it hasn't improved the Wi-Fi signal in my room, which is kind of disappointing. <laughs> but you know. I wanted to get like a superpower when I got right? vaccinated. Now I have the ability to be in public without like as much disdain. <laughs> as before but it's still frowned upon that's right. my superpower i think it's funny it's like oh now that i'm vaccinated i can go back to doing the absolutely nothing that i did before yeah you're vaccinated go back to your room yeah that's it i appreciate the large water bottle mm-hmm. hydrate or dehydrate <laughs> Chunky. Chunky. Thick. Thick boy. Um, I have started playing Stardew Valley again. How's that going for I'm you? I'm obsessed. <laughs> like, that game is just so pure and wholesome. That's the game. Every time people are like, oh, what video game would you want to live in? I just want to live in, like, Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing. Like, I just want to have, like, Ooh, a, little, Animal Crossing. a little cottage and, you know, some friends and a garden. That'd be great. I'd have to say I want to live in Animal Crossing. Uh, or, I don't know, what's, like, a, a dreamland? I'm hungry. I want to live in Cooking Mama. <laughs> Cooking Mama's a great game. I used to love playing that. I know. The Nintendo DS version? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. The Wii version was so frustrating. Oh, yeah. I, I played it on the Wii. I remember, You just brought back... You unlocked a memory. And I would do it right, and they'd tell me, like, no, you burned this. I'm like, no, I right? didn't! Oh, my God. I was so good at Cooking Mama on the DS, though. I think the have you ever played any of the Kirby games yes Kirby Air Ride oh, love Kirby that'd be a fun universe to live in everything's just so cute and you eat everything right if you don't like someone just eat them just oh I, I think they're like local. you can't beat them eat them <laughs> oh I love Kirby adorable one time um I was, this was maybe junior year or something. I had, like, brought my DS back from, like, like, my old DS. I brought it back like, after a break. And we had, we'd been drinking. I started playing it. And I was playing one of the Kirby games I had. And I started crying because of how cute he was. Just the little pink, little pink ball. Circle. Love him. Would die for him, honestly. Um, Pokemon Universe, that'd be a pretty sick place to live. Mmm, trying to think of others. Honestly, I'm trying to think of a universe I wouldn't want to live in. What's, like, a chaotic gaming universe? Um, I don't think the Fallout game universe mm. would be, would be all that fun. Mm-hmm, I, I guess. some notes there. Um, I guess any like shooting game like Call of Duty. Yeah, like, none of that. Wouldn't want to be there. Can't say I'd be crazy opposed. This is uh, kind of hyper specific to me. 
to living in the stalker or metro universes though those are just because i really like those games i don't know i'd probably get Mm -hmm. polished off in like the first couple seconds but like whatever say you were there yeah i could say i was there at the very least but yeah i definitely have to go with like stardew valley animal crossing or pokemon or something Mm -hmm. you don't play new horizons do you um i have on my sisters but i don't own it myself and i'm it's so funny i'm seeing everyone's like tweets like you see those timeline tweets where it's like a little bit and then like big chunk it's like measuring something Mm -hmm. um it's like animal crossing new horizons like i play this game every second i haven't touched this game in eight months yep (laughs) i'm in a i'm in an off in off season i'm off right now for animal crossing but i know whenever i go back it just consumes my life that's what happens to me with almost every game. I'll, like, play it nonstop for months, and then I put it down, and I don't touch it for another couple of months, and then I pick it back up again, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why did I ever stop? In New Horizons, is it when you return, are there weeds everywhere? Because I remember that being a thing for the older Animal Crossing. Oh. Not I, quite know, as bad. Yeah. But also, I, well, here's I... the thing. Like, the Animal Crossing that I still have on, like, the Wii, like, I genuinely haven't touched that in years. Like, there have, been, there have been periods, there, like, there have been times where years have gone by and then I've picked it up again, and, like, that was hella weeds. I haven't really had the opportunity to leave New Horizons for that long mm-hmm. yet. For for those who don't know Animal Crossing, you're basically doing, oh, I'm, to quote that tweet on Sly, you're doing yard work for a raccoon. <laughs> Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, uh, the raccoon is Tom Nook. He's the mayor of your town, and you basically do all his his labor. Yeah, you're <laughs> it, indebted like to a, a capitalist raccoon. It's like Sims, but with animals, but you're a human for some reason, and everyone else is an animal. I'm pretty sure in New Horizons, I finally upgraded my house to like the biggest size. I'm like 2.5 mm-hmm. million bells in debt. Wow. It's Bells bad. are money. Yeah, it's bad. So. That's a fun thing about Stardew Valley. You don't have to pay rent. There's no mortgage on your house? Nope. In your... What? Well, because in Stardew Valley, um, the kind of... The, like, inciting event of the game is that, like, the, you know... It's an 8-bit game also, so it's, like, really adorable. But, like, the Mm -hmm. player's um, grandfather leaves his old farm to them in a will. So, you know, free farm. (laughs) Free farm. And then you just, you know, have your little garden, grow some melons. You do farm work. You do farm work. And, like, there's a whole whole town... With a bunch of, like, there's a ton of people that live in the town, and, like, there's a bunch of options for, like, characters you can romance. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I am agonizing over who I'm gonna pick this playthrough. And, like, there's a mine, so you can get, like, copper and gold and stuff. And there's fishing. I, Bridget, you like all these labor-intensive games. <laughs> yeah, actually, here's the thing. I like to do things. Like, mm-hmm. these are actually things I genuinely would enjoy. Mm. Like, like growing a garden. I'm mm-hmm. here for that. It becomes when I need to do it for 
you know, survival in a capitalist hellscape. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, I love cross-stitching, and, like, yeah, it's work, but I'll do it all day long. But as soon as someone would be like, yeah, you need to mass-produce these little cross-stitch bookmarks, because capitalism, I would hate it. I'm just imagining someone banging on your tour, like, grabbing you by the collar, like, Bridget, we need more of these! Stat! Like, yeah. you got a quote out of me. Yeah, see, that's immediately where it becomes not fun anymore. I mean, I, I can imagine why. Like, your life is being threatened. You're cross-stitching every hour. And But, like, when I can just do it for myself, I sit here and do it for, like, hours and hours, and it's lovely. So, um, yeah, fuck capitalism. Alright. Speaking of capitalism, here's our first question. <laughs> Would you rather work at a high-paying job you hate, or minimum wage at a job you love? Oh. Minimum wage at a job I love. I don't think I could work a job I hate long I've term. already worked plenty of jobs that I hate, let's be real here. Um, what if, like, I'm just thinking. What if, though, can I work two jobs? Like, can I work a job I hate for a lot of money, but then, like, do what I love, like, in addition? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd rather work at a high-paying job I hate because, I don't know. The way I see it, this wouldn't be a permanent thing. Like, I would, like, grind there for however mm -hmm. long until I had, like, some actual money. Because you... Like, you can't survive on minimum wage. Like, it's so fucked up. Mm, like, you can't. True. Like, it's, you literally cannot. I guess I'm with you on that. Like, unless it's, like, forever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if it's forever? Unless, unless I could do something I love on the side, which satisfies me, and, like... Like, if I'm just stuck in this hellscape of working a job I hate, even if I'm making a lot lot of money like what kind of life is that yeah yeah no i definitely agree but again um it's a fun little fucked up thing about the the current system you literally cannot survive on the federal minimum wage even in states where the cost of living is the lowest <laughs> marking jobs i hate for like minimum wage what do i do then <laughs> literally same actually no i can't even get hired which, I don't know if that's better or worse, frankly. <laughs> but, you know. I, ho I hope that we find jobs we love where we make a lot of money. God, I hope so. Isn't, isn't that the dream for us all? It really is. I don't even need, like, I don't want to be, like ridiculously rich i just i just want to be comfortable i want people to, to take a nice mm -hmm. vacation every now and again not have to worry about like not being able to eat like that's it i i'm not asking for much really just just wanting what we all want i guess okay anything else there or Shall we move on from this topic that's taken a rather depressing turn? I feel like we're on the same page for that, so I think we could move along. Okay, that seems fair. Um, much more lighthearted question now. 
Which way do the pillowcase openings stick out on the bed? Which way do they go? Well, okay. The one time I have a mountain of clothes. Sorry, audio listeners. Actually, you're not missing out on much. You're just seeing like my disgusting laundry everywhere. It's actually clean though. Um, And my pillow's not even showing. So, but I always stick it out to the, okay, if you're facing the bed, like my bed's this way, I'm facing it. It's like sticking out to the left. Interesting. Wasn't this question submitted to us? Is this was this a Dave question? It might be. Well, if it was, shout out to Dave and Lois. And if it wasn't, shout out to you guys anyway, because you are <laughs> awesome. awesome viewers. <laughs> okay, so I didn't always have um, audio listeners. I have a like, I have a uh, double size bed in my room. I did not always have a double size bed. I used to just have like the regular, you know, twin twin mattress. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I had that, the pillowcase openings, if you're standing in front, like, at the mm-hmm. foot of the bed, yeah, I would always have the pillowcase opening sticking out to the right, because the oh, door see. is on the left. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, I don't want to see that when I first walk into the room. Oh. So I would have the, whatever, like, you know, just, like, to hide it, essentially. You're all about presentation. I'm all about presentation. But... Now that I have this double bed and I have two pillows, I have them, I have the pillowcase openings stick out on both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just that just seems right to me instead of yeah. It would seem wrong to have them like in the middle. I don't yeah, like that. That's Thinking ugly. about that doesn't feel right. That's like putting your toilet paper underneath instead of over. It's just wrong. It's simply incorrect. <laughs> Um, see, okay, you, see, you explain that much better than I did. I'm like, yeah, it sticks out on this side. No, so if you're at the foot of the bed, it sticks out on the left for me, and that's the same side as, like, my door. Like, that's the first thing you see, and honestly, I feel like that represents what you see is what you get. Like, here are all my demons. Like, I'm not trying to hide anything. <laughs> like, this The funny is, thing is, I is, feel like that's more- This is who I am. I feel like that's more me. I am such a, like, everyone should know this by now. I am a serial oversharer. So that's really funny. Yeah. That is funny. You but at least we agree. I overshare everything already. <laughs> But yeah. at least we agree on the double pillow yeah, situation. Yeah, if you have the pillowcase opening, like if you have two, like a bed that's wide enough to have two pillows next to each other, and you have the pillowcase openings facing the middle, I just I want to know everything about the inner, like your the inner workings of your brain. What if, like, I'm sure there are people who do it. Like instead of like horizontally they sit their pillows vertically and sleep like that no that is sick absolutely (laughs) not that's bad that's just immoral i have a cube shape well not a cube i have a like a rectangular prism shaped pillow because i'm a side sleeper it's like a pillow cube but slightly longer Did we talk about sleeping positions before on this? I don't think we have, but now that we've arrived at the topic organically, <laughs> I am. You're, you're, 
What side? Side slash back. See, I kind of flop around. So, like, switching sides and also occasionally back sleeper. I'm, I'm a hardcore back sleeper. Valid. Um, but, see, I used to always be sleeping on my left side. It really depends. It depends where the door and the wall is. I like having my bed against the wall, and I like facing the wall. I don't know why. Like That's fair. But I've grown accustomed to sleeping on both sides, even away from the wall, so I'm really, like, progressing in my sleep cycles, I, I guess. I love that for you. Um, but I will never sleep on my stomach. That is just wrong yeah. for me. I think I might have done that a little bit when I was a kid, but, like, it fucks up your neck, man. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, sometimes I wake up on my stomach and fine like you know Whatever. you you roll around in your sleep everyone does i can't control that but like i, I can't, can't fall asleep, asleep like that, that. i'm not about that life mm -mm. but yeah i i have my little cube shaped pillow or my rectangular pillow because i'm a side sleeper i love it it's really Thanks. comfy and it has like it's all like nice memory foam oh it's a good Ooh, some Tempur-Pedic going on. Um, people who sleep on, like, really firm mattresses, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, I don't- I like a medium for the yeah, mattress, like, like not- not, like- sink in yeah but... i don't want to sink in too much but like I, w I would like some 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 cushioning please yeah what about pillows like do you like them fluffy or thin if you like a thin pillow i do throwing hands <laughs> i do oh my god disgusting <laughs> like too much pillow it hurts my neck i know it's good but for you're you like... you're supposed to sleep like i don't care like, I just told you I sleep on my back for the most part with a thin pillow. I might as well just be sleeping on the floor. <laughs> oh my like... god, okay. So when I was little and I, when I had the, like, the regular twin-size bed in my room, it was a trundle bed, so it had the pull-out bed underneath it. Oh. And, um, sometimes my sister would sleep on it. Because, you know, small children, sleepover, fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and when we were doing that... <laughs> Like, I would, like, you know, wake up in the middle of the night to, like, go get some water or, like, go to the bathroom or yeah. whatever, and, like, the pillow, like, her head would be, like, like, the pillow would have been, like, pushed off of the bed, and she was just, like, sleeping on her side, no pillow. I'm, like, is she okay? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Um, I don't get that. I have a funny sleepover, well, memories, so... My sister would have these involuntary sleepovers with me where she she had she was like scared sometimes of the dark, I guess like sleeping in her own bed when she was younger. So she'd like come into my bed, only I'd be asleep. Mm -hmm. And we all had twin beds, so you know, kind of small, even for like young children. It's like a little bit cramped. And I'm a heavy sleeper. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've slept through smoke alarms in my house. Um, I've slept. Yeah. Oops. 
Yeah. Uh, so if something happens here, like I'm probably going down, but um, <laughs> multiple times, like probably near ten times at least. I don't even know how many. A lot. I'd wake up on my floor and she'd be on my bed. <laughs> she would get in and push me out. Wow. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm accustomed to sleeping on like thin pillows, like on my yeah, back. Yeah, just on the ground. Like, not, not comfortable. Like it made me hardy sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of one time uh, when my sister and I were a little older, but she would still like, like sleep in the trundle bed on the weekends. Um. Like, you know, we'd get to, like, talking and, like, staying up past our bedtime. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, I, like, I don't know, I think I might have been about to, like, go sneak downstairs and, like, get my Game Boy or something. And I guess my mom had heard us talking because she goes, you girls better not be screwing around in there. <laughs> and, no, no, it was my sister that had been, that had been gonna go downstairs and grab something because what I mm-hmm. did when she left was I like immediately got into her into the trundle bed and like cover myself off with the blankets to hide because you know siblings we torture each other (laughs) but she came back into the room and like dove into the bed Uh... on top of me (laughs) oh wow yeah i'm surprised we didn't get like neither of us got seriously injured but Yeah, fun stories from my childhood. Yeah, I I don't think I got seriously injured, you know. Oh, constantly, the... like, tumbling down in my sleep. The uh, game maybe of... I hit my head and I didn't know. Of, like, <laughs> hiding, like, like, in closets or, like, behind things and popping out at people. For a while between me and my sister, I'm surprised neither of us got punched. Like, it was... It was dangerous why we did this to each other i don't know i'd say like me and my younger sister were closer in age so we were kind of always the ones fighting so sometimes there's like fight on site we like beating each other up all the time oh my sister and i would beat each other's asses but i also don't have um another option because i only have the one sibling don't get to pick I do not. Fun times. Yeah. Even now, it is still occasionally gets to, like, fight on site. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they also understand all of your trauma. <laughs> they understand your backstory. Yeah, they get it. Anyway... Now that we've traveled from pillowcase openings to beating up our sisters, which which John Mulaney stand-up special is the best of the three? New in Town, Kid Gorgeous, and The Comeback Kid. Which is the best? Uh, um... Hmm... Do I have to pick one? I mean, I like them all. I know, I love all of them. I don't know, I think I'm gonna have to say I New like in Town. I like Comeback Kid, oh. <laughs> well, okay, we can we can get to the why. But, like, New in Town, just, like, so many of the things there are iconic. Like, eat ass, suck a dick, and sell drugs. 
that's from wait, new wait, wait. in town the whole which one new in town <laughs> which one is the one with um horse in the hospital cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I can picture exactly, like, which was the one at Radio City? Because that's where that, like, I mm-hmm. am picturing, like, him, like, doing that bit. And it's definitely the one at Radio City. I think, isn't that kid gorgeous? Probably? Well, Bridget, I... Listen, I love John Mulaney, but I think you're a super fan. No, you are a super fan. So I remember especially liking Kid Gorgeous, but I'm willing to like change my answer because you probably have the whole stand-up set like memorized for each one. Yeah, it's called being mentally ill. (laughs) But yeah, no. New in town, just just so iconic, and also the like the whole fucking bit at the end, like the Xanax prostate exam. <laughs> Art. Oh, that's great. Like that one uh, kills me every time. They're all still on Netflix, right? Oh, they better be. I swear, if any of those oh, ever well, get taken if, off Netflix, I'm gonna lose it. If you have not watched any of John Mulaney's standups, do yourself all a on favor. Netflix. Binge all if of you- them. If you don't have Netflix, literally Google them. They're so funny. They're like, or or even just watch a little, just it'll, a little. It'll be worth your time. I love him. I love him so much. I hope he's doing good. I hope John Mulaney's doing good. If he's watching this, we hope you're doing well. <laughs> he is not watching. He's, John Mulaney is not watching this, but. 
I'm still hope. sending him the best of vibes anyway. <laughs> oh, God, imagine. Imagine! That's how we'll know we've made it. John Mulaney makes a guest appearance it, on this podcast. Wow. I was gonna say, even if he just watches it, but yeah. Yeah, honestly. That, that's, like, that's like ultimate. Yeah, that's how we'll know. Do we have any more thoughts on this? Uh, watch John Mulaney. Yeah, watch John Mulaney. <laughs> that, Love him. That's a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I lo I don't remember which one this was. I love the bit where he's talking about how, like, when he's in a public restroom and somebody knocks on the door, his voice changes. <laughs> and he goes, someone's in here! Someone's in here! <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. That's, like... Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just, like... Like, what, how do you respond to the knocks? Like, mm -hmm. There's no way to do it that, like, feels right. Or, like, doesn't make you feel like an idiot. I know. I, I feel a sense of security when, like, locks have, like, occupied or vacant on yeah. them. Because if you're, if you're still knocking, there's no question. when it says occupied, like, honey, that's on you. You, you know someone's in here. Yep. Okay. It's like a security blanket. Okay, I'm done. Next one. Who are some genuinely talented actors that keep taking bad roles? Um, you know, I'd say Rob Lowe. Okay. Because I'm interested to hear I, your case. I don't think I've seen I, a lot of Rob Lowe movies. I, I don't really care for him that much. Like, his younger movies, when he was, like, his roles in his earlier days like they're all kind of like corny to me and maybe that's just the movie which i guess that would be the role but like i'm a big parks and rec fan and okay. after that he's in that and he did a great job and that made me have like a newfound respect for him so after that now like we're on good terms okay <laughs> and i could see past like any of his like prior roles that were iffy um yeah Seems fair. I always come back, like, whenever I'm thinking of, like, people that genuinely are talented, but, like, I don't actually like all that much. Mm -hmm. Like, Jennifer Lawrence, she's genuinely talented. Like, one of my favorite movies is Silver Linings Playbook, and she's in that movie. Mm -hmm. And that movie's excellent. I love it. And she does mm -hmm. a great job in it. But I really don't think she has been chosen for a role because she was the right person for like since the hunger games i don't th like yeah. i think that's the last time she was chosen because she was the right person for a role like <laughs> since then like when her career took off one i think her marketing team leaned way too far into the whole ooh quirky and relatable thing mm -hmm. and it just like made it really annoying well i feel like that is also like just her as well her personality I mean, yeah, but again, I feel like the her like team did like, I guess. leaned way maybe, too far into that up. that way. I, you're right. I don't like when celebrities yeah. like really. You could tell they're really trying to be relatable. Yeah. Like, 
Don't like it. Like, it, it has to come naturally, not like, oh, I'm weird, like, just like you guys. Yeah. Like, Alright, that, that's, like, uncomfortable. But, like, I think... I don't think people are... I don't think she's being cast because she's the right person for the role. I think people mm -hmm. cast her because they want the name Jennifer Lawrence attached to their project, mm. which is really annoying. Because, like, even if I don't really like, like, again, I'm annoyed by the way she's been marketed in her, like, in the past, like, years of her career, she is genuinely talented. Like, she mm -hmm. can act. So, but, like, and, like, she's taking, like, like, shit like that, like, you know, Interstellar, not Interstellar, oh, what's that one where they're, like, cryogenic with chris pratt yeah like chris. oh, oh I, ooh, I hate that movie we're the only people that are awake so let's get all hot and steamy like who cares and that movie is a waste of everyone's time but again, but the like, whole plot was that they woke up and they just like hung out yeah essentially <laughs> like and i like i see her in that i'm like this is the same person whose performance in silver Lang's playbook like Mm -hmm. is so wonderful and like just like a very real depiction of like somebody I don't know if it's explicitly stated that she is like mentally ill in that movie but it is sort of not implied <clears throat> Jesus not implied because they definitely, like, give, like, there's dialogue that confirms it, but she never says mm -hmm. anything. I don't know. But just a very good performance of, like, two people who are both kind of, like, you know, who are both messed up in their own ways, just, like, fitting together. Mm -hmm. So good. Love that movie. Also, Bradley Cooper. Oh, fantastic job. Love that man. So yeah, there's my, my spiel on Jennifer Lawrence. Genuine talent there. Valid. It's valid. I don't know what to make of it at this point. Sorry, I'm like trying to not be gross and blow my nose on camera, but I'm gonna just grab this. <laughs> Real quick. Um, I always used to make fun of my dad for using a hanky because he um, grew up in the in the 50s so like that was just a thing that happened and i would always make fun of him and like call it a snot rag but then i was like it's sustainable true and like you know you don't have to worry about it like running out like if you have that little packet mm -hmm. of tissues that you like carry in your purse or whatever it might run out sure don't have that problem so um after clowning on my dad for at least a decade I have converted. <laughs> I have more respect for the handkerchief now. I still think it's a little, like, gross when people whip it out. Just because, like, I, I just think, like, ew, there's, like, old snot on there, possibly. And, I mean, like, it yeah. just, that, that skews me out, but I, I've gotten past that a little bit. Like, I understand, you know, it's sustainable, it's better for the earth. Um, you buy a pack of bandanas and you switch it out every day. Mm-hmm. Clean. 
Also, again, I just like to, I personally enjoy being as sustainable as possible wherever I can, because... Good. Uh, yeah, just, it makes, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like a good person. So, yeah. There's my little, my little spiel. I'm trying to think, though, if there's any other... <clears throat> I don't know what is going on with my voice today. But if there are any other actors who are, like, genuinely talented that just keep taking, like, garbage roles. I've, oh, I feel like an actor who would say that for himself is Robert Pattinson. And yes. his views oh on Twilight. Like, great actor. He, he's, like, an interesting individual, judging from yeah, many interviews I've different. read. But, like... He hates that he was in Twilight. Like, he just... I know, I think it's so funny. That is not a representation of a role that he is, like... Like, this portrays my best acting. Like, or that I don't think he enjoyed as much. (laughs) Yeah. All the interviews I've heard about him talking about, like... Have you seen The Lighthouse? Ah, wait. What happened in that one? They're, like, stuck on an... It's, like, him and Willem Dafoe, and they're stuck on an island, and it's all, you know, creepy cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I have. I really liked that movie, and he was great in that movie. But mm-hmm. just, like, hearing him talk about, like, preparing for that movie, like, or, like, being on set for that movie, apparently he, like, ate dirt for some of the scenes. <laughs> like, just every I... time I've heard him talk about, like preparing for that film it has just been yeah. insane i imagine like the director being like robert you really don't have to do that yeah to and he's just like no no <laughs> like, no I this have is to. the process <laughs> okay robert whatever works for you yeah i'm like okay but yeah pleading with him not to eat the dirt right <laughs> doesn't listen that was a good i'm just, just making this up i i don't know what happened there yeah. Maybe was... he did have to eat dirt. I can see how in a couple of scenes it might have been inevitable mm-hmm. that, you, that you get a little dirt in your mouth. Like that scene where he's like having a dream that he's being like buried or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, yeah. I think it, like that would be inevitable, but like, oh my god, just everything I've read about that. Insane. Like, apparently he would just, like, spin in place before shooting things to, like, disorient himself. I'm like, okay. Hey, I I guess. I mean, if it works, it works. Whatever works for his method acting. Like, it was a fantastic performance. Mm-hmm. I also, that movie had, like, it did have some Lynch vibes to it, which I really enjoyed. It was a little Lynchian. Lynchian. That's a, like, that's, okay. That's definitely a thing people say. I'm not making that up on the spot. I know I'm pretentious, but I swear to God, I'm not that bad. <laughs> there we go. Can of static finished real water bottle. Open. <clears throat> Do you know that Nicolas Cage was in, like, an Oscar-winning movie? Which one? Moonstruck. I have not seen that. And also, frick, who... Cher was, like, the lead female role in that, too. Like, that's a... God, that was a weird movie. 
not like the plot not that the plot or anything mm-hmm. was weird just all the elements individually like Cher and Nicolas Cage were the lead roles it's in an such Oscar a, winning movie it's such an odd combo right it's it's things like that I have heard I've heard tell that Nicolas Cage was not always the punchline that he is today but i've never actually done much research into it i don't know i mean i could see maybe in his later years he's become a punchline but you know i don't watch all that much nicholas cage um i don't either i mean national treasure a banger an absolute banger of a film but yeah I've I've heard heard rumors, but I haven't actually looked into it all that much. I've, I've heard things. <laughs> the legends say. That's another conversation. Um, people whose uh, no, I guess that kind of is the same conversation. People whose careers have like gone downhill because, like, you know genuine talent but taking bad roles mm-hmm. i suppose we could switch it around um who who's who's surprised you with the quality of a of a performance mm. i don't know um i'm trying to think of like newer actors or up-and-coming actors that I wasn't expecting much of. Yeah. Because, you know, you have these legendary names, and it's like, oh, of course they're a great actor. Like, they're so-and-so. I keep meaning to watch Uncut Gems, because apparently, like, oh, fucking Adam point. Sandler, that... of all people, blows yes, it out that... of the water. He was excellent in that. That was, like, the last movie I saw in a movie theater, I think. And then, like, the world shut down. But anyway, besides the point, um, because, you know, he he does comedy and yeah. has only done comedy and like, until that movie but he was not always gr- and like often not that great comedy yeah, at least in I'm... recent years yeah oh his netflix movies yeah but um but i i have heard that movies that was i recommend that i really do that's a great example of and that's a good example of an actor who stepping out of like what they normally do into a different type of role and they really just nail it oh you know who's a comedic actor who has slept on as a serious actor who steve carell oh wait what what serious roles are you referring to okay so everybody knows him as like michael scott in the office which yeah pro- i think like the like you know longest running role that he ever took because i'm pretty sure he's mm-hmm. done tv anyway um he was in Little Miss Sunshine, which is kind of like dramedy. So like, there's there's humor <laughs> to it, but he played a little bit more of a serious role in that. But he was like in this movie called The Way Way Back. Oh my god, he played a dick and he crushed it. <laughs> Absolute asshole. Hated him. But and then he was in Foxcatcher, which was like nominated for some Academy Awards. He's been like taking more and more serious roles, and honestly. There's, like, he's really, really good. 
and like always has mm-hmm. been because little miss sunshine but, from like either the late 90s or early 2000s well i know he's a great like you know comedy actor um in, like funny films um but yeah i didn't i didn't know that yeah he's like really really great all around you know i'm thinking more about this so mm-hmm. i'm thinking of actors who like let's say there's a character and someone does a great job and then it's time for a new actor to replace them yes um and i'm thinking about like superhero movies because i love them uh tom holland actually surprised me because i spider-man is top like two or three favorite uh superheroes for me um and i really loved um well tom holland was great um not the biggest fan of Andrew Garfield's portrayal. So after that, I was like, all right. I don't like, think I ever saw an Andrew I know, Garfield Spider-Man movie. Please continue. Yeah, they're, they made him out to be too cool. Peter Parker is kind of a loser. So like, and he's like out here skateboarding and like, I don't know. It just, it's too easy. Like, yeah, his life as Peter Parker is like pretty good. <laughs> Um, yeah, Tom Holland surprised me. I dig it. I am kind of, like, if this ever actually, yeah. like, is a thing that happens, I'm excited to see Robert Pattinson Batman. Mm. Like, I just feel like, just knowing him, that's, that, that's gonna be wild. That's, a, that's, uh, back in the works, right? I know it had to stop because of, he got COVID, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't actually know. I'm assuming it is, but yeah, that's that's something yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing. I am too. But um, oh, for the record, um, I still like Tobey Maguire the most for Spider Man. <laughs> as much as I like Tom Holland, sometimes yeah, okay, valid. Sometimes Spider-Man he gets three, though. <laughs> a little, a little annoying. What? Spider-Man 3, though, with Tobey Maguire. Oh. <laughs> Alright, we, we don't have to talk about that one. But I feel like that's- I'll watch it, I'll just laugh, because- Yeah, like, there's a- there's a- there's a love there. Yeah. Oh my god, here's another question. Do you have one of those movies that's, like, you know, like, you know it's an absolute train wreck? Like, and not even, like, a train wreck where it's fun, like, just straight up a mess- but you love it with your whole heart, and like you, phys- like I, this is the one I have in mind. I physically cannot watch it with another person because I know they're gonna make fun of it, but not mm-hmm. from the place of just like genuine, just genuine affection that I'm making fun of it from. What movie? Um, I don't really have anything in mind. It's the <laughs> really low quality, um, made for TV Doctor Who movie from the 90s. Uh... <laughs> And it's so... Okay, no. The guy who they had cast as the eighth Doctor in that movie, I really wish the show hadn't been off the air, because I think he had a... Like, he there was, he brought a really fun energy to the character, and I know that they kind of continued it as, like, an audio drama, which I'm meaning to get into at some point. Mm-hmm. But I wish he had more screen time, because he seemed really yeah. cool. Like, he was great, but the rest of that movie, 
Yikes. Big yikes. Big yikes. But I also love it so, so, so much, and I cannot watch it with another person because I know they're going to make fun of it, from not, but not from the place of love that I yeah. make fun of it from. So that is one movie that I will never share with another human being. I will say, in general, like, for movies I enjoy, I really prefer, and movies in general, like, I prefer watching them alone. I don't know why, but watching movies with someone, it's just, I don't know, watching TV or movies, that's not, like, a go-to activity for me to do with someone else, because, like, I can do that on my own time, Mm -hmm. but... And especially if I enjoy it, like, I don't want them talking through it. I don't want their judgment if they don't like it. If they like it, then, it, then, then it's, it's cool. I have, to make, I have to make sure they like it. But, like, I don't know. I'm, like, weird. Like, I'm, I'm sure other people feel the same. But that's, honestly, yeah, that's kind of valid. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> I'm, like, a person who will show people a movie and then, like, I just watch them the whole time to, like, make sure they like it enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I don't even, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know what my, like, default activity for when I have people over is anymore, because I haven't had people over in, like, a year. It's been so long. It's been far too long, so I don't even know. I guess I'll have to, like, find out what my default activity is again when I'm allowed to hang out with people. I say as though I even, like, have any friends here. When all your friends live far away, it's a struggle. Scattered. Yikes. We got anything else to say? I don't know. I think... I think we covered all our bases. And then some. Like, yeah. we really... And then a little ran... extra. Yeah. I mean, do love to see it. Um, yeah. Should we maybe announce the stream thing we're doing this summer? If not, I can just yes. edit this out. Yes, no, let's, let's announce okay, it. Okay, <laughs> so this summer we're going to actually be streaming weekly on our Twitch channel, finally. And what we're going to be doing is, um finally making maddie watch twin peaks it's gonna be great (laughs) but we're gonna be watching an episode of twin peaks every week and then we will be discussing for you know an hour or so um on twitch we still have to pick which day of the week it's gonna be we're figuring that out so um you know keep a lookout um but yeah we're gonna be doing that and i'm really excited because i will get to be you know the sort of twin peaks encyclopedia for somebody who has never seen it before and get all her reactions this is an example of you like extending your repertoire of twin peaks or just something that you love like sharing yes inducting her into the cult (laughs) oh it's gonna be fantastic um we don't know exactly what week of summer we're gonna be starting that so again keep a lookout but when we have everything figured out we will let you guys know so you can find out when to join us Yes, more details to come. More details to come. So until then, uh, new episodes every Friday and maybe another quick stream 
sometime in the next few weekends. We'll see. So, yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Maddie Robbins. You can find other episodes of the podcast on Acast, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at MR5MAR. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.